Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we are here talking about episode 18 of season one, Everyone Has a Cobblepot. That is just the cutest name. <laughs> I don't it know why. It sounds precious. As it does. I want a cobblepot. I don't have a cobblepot. I don't know that I really want one. No, after watching this episode, I don't think you want a cobblepot. Not pot. anymore, I did. <laughs> it sounds like a plant. It does. I want a pot of cobble. Well, and because cobblepot is in the title, I thought it was fitting that the director is Bill Eagles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with Eagle Eggleston from a couple episodes ago. Sure, sure. Um, and the writer was uh, Megan Mostyn Brown, who wrote Welcome Back, Jim Gordon. Oh, okay. Well, she got better. <laughs> she got better. She got, she, I got, she got better. better. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly where I was I going. I did. Of course I did. That's awesome. Um, so, what do you think overall? I think overall, it was a really good episode. We're gearing up for the end of season. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked about before recording that there's really not a whole lot of Easter eggs in this episode. They fit a lot of story in. They, there's a lot of story packed in. Yeah. It was good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, as I, words. <laughs> I really like the Dollmaker storyline. Yeah. It just feels really, really out of place. As like far it's as another show. Well, like it's a different show. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt like overall it was rushed. Yeah, I would like to have seen a slower burn. Because I, it was really interesting. It. I like fish. I like I it. like the Dollmaker story. It just feels out of place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, and I really can't pinpoint why. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think because it's so far removed from Gotham. Yeah, and, maybe. It and maybe it's because it doesn't make sense how she got there. Oh, yeah, that that jarring yeah. one pl- one minute she's on the boat, next minute she's in a basement. Yeah, really didn't make. If any If there would have been either. some kind of a connection, like um, Dollmaker says something like, uh, "Falcone should have warned me how wily you are." Right. Something like because something. Well, they, there was the original. The original. The the other episode where they were kidnapping the kids right and there was a reference to him but it and fish made a point of saying nobody is doing anything about it because this you know it's this is all very but there are no kids here yeah but to me like that says either falcone is really scared of this guy that he knows nothing about or he's Dollmaker, scared of a guy he doesn't know sure right or dollmaker had some kind of an arrangement with falcone to i think you're right operate that, in right. gotham i think I think you're right, though. I think if there was a slower build-up to it, yeah. if there was more yeah. of the story arc as opposed to just boom, 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 it would have felt more organic. Yeah. But as it is, it just doesn't. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I do, too. I wish they could have done more with it. But it's it. like two puzzle pieces that don't quite fit. Yeah. I so. get that. Okay. So, uh, we start out with uh, Bruce and Jim visiting Alfred in the hospital. Yes. And Bruce starts to tell Jim who really stabbed Alfred, and Alfred stops him. Oh, and you know Jim knows. Yeah. We find that out later, too. Well, yeah. Um, so, but Essen keeps calling Jim, and so he has to leave um, because Alfred finally insists. Because you know Alfred, I'm sure, is Get not, out. like, being fussed oh. over. No, he's the butler. He's the one doing the fussing. Yeah. Um, and so that, and I think he wants him to leave so that he can, because he, he tries to, to get out. Yeah, well, and he tries to get out of bed. Yes, he does. So, uh, so Alfred tells Bruce that he's going to take care of Reggie rather than riding him out to the cops. But he's so sassy. I know he is. He's great. And you don't. He, and, and his accent falters. Yeah. That little butler English that he speaks. Yeah. He's so prim and proper, and he's like, you don't. Uh, he's my mate, and you don't set the coppers on your mate. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're adorable. And then he tries to leave, and um, he's, like, weak as a kitten, and Bruce orders him back into bed. Sean's acting, I could almost believe he was actually in pain. Yeah, he did a really nice job with it. He did. and Because, he, like, he'd start, and then he'd falter kind of back, fall back down. Kind fall back a little yeah. bit. And, yeah. It and it wasn't good. overly hammed up or anything. No. It was, it was very good. It wasn't, it wasn't dramatic with a hand <laughs> to the forehead. No, it was, it seemed real. Yeah. Um, so we go to Fish, and she wakes up with her eye bandaged, and she's in a hospital ward. She is. And the dollmaker is there. Yes. He introduces... Uh, Dr. Dullmacher. Francis Dullmacher. Right. Who is played by Colm... Is it Fiore? Is it Fiore? Fiore or something like that. Oh, Colm Fiore. I, I don't know. Just 
I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those that I always see, and I, I, I pronounce it in my in head, head, and it's probably wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he was in, I know you know, he yep. was in Thor. He played who? Loki Daddy. <laughs> He's Luffy. Luffy. Uh, but he was also uh, the big bad in Chronicles of Riddick. Yes. So. And he was in the West Wing. I was watching old West Wing episodes today, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And he was in a season oh. two episode of West Wing being kind of an ass. Uh, must have missed that. Yeah. Now, I tried to do a little digging uh, with the doll maker to see, because there are three different doll makers in canon. Okay. Four if you include the daughter. Damn. Yeah. So, I went to go look to see which doll maker there were, they were doing this guy after. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them. He ain't none of them? He ain't none of them. The only one I can, he's got to be the closest to, is probably uh, Barton Mathis, mm-hmm. which is the third doll maker. Which, it makes sense that they kind of gra- leached onto his story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barton Mathis was created because Gordon killed his father. But, at the same time, it's the age is wrong. Unless, this is the guy who gets, this dollmaker is the one who gets killed, and his son becomes the Barton Mathis character. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But, Barton Mathis is the one who uh, made a deal with Joker and took Joker's face. Uh, in the new 52. Uh. Which I'm not really sure how that all played out, but that's a thing that happened. Okay. So, we'll just have to see where this goes. It's it's like they're giving him a whole new origin story. Yeah. He's not the same, but there are three of them. Okay. Well, there's... I, man, they... So, yeah, and they just kind of... And there's like 50 up. clay faces and... Uh, how many electrocutioners? Yeah. I didn't call him executioner. Aren't you proud? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I do like the dollmaker story. I really really do. I do too. It just, um, like, uh, what was it? They said there he was. I've read in some reviews mm-hmm. that they're claiming that uh, the dollmaker has a connection with the mob, and citing uh, that he's doing these organ transplants as part of this mob world. It but when she more says rich Fal- folk, but when she when she says Falcon's name. It means nothing to him. And it felt more like, I'm rich. I don't want to be on a transplant list. I'm going to do whatever I want. Uh, so give me a new kidney. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So I, I didn't get a mob impression at all. And then all. he's getting all this money, and with that money, he's able to do his other experiments. Yeah, that's what I got shit, from Which it. is, you know, hey, whatever, it works. It, which is a great story. Because obviously he's a brilliant surgeon, as we see in just a moment. Yes, he so. is so and to get back to to the story they have this conversation going back and forth and she's you've had me as your enemy now don't you want me as imagine mm-hmm. what it would be like to be your friend and he's like the 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 vim the panache yeah I'm like, oh such words i love you yeah it was really great and says so like, now you need to eat yep um we'll talk later yep and he uh he does mention that he's replaced her eye and that sorry he couldn't get the same color couldn't match the color and yeah. so she pries the bandage off, and we get a really cool visual of her new bright blue eye. That camera, well, the camera work alone with that room, because when you're you're on one side, and you're like on her side of the mirror, right. and you're looking, it's very clean, mm-hmm. but when they switch it around, and it's like you're the mirror side, mm-hmm. it makes the room elongated. Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was really, really neat. It was a cool shot, and I love, I love the visual of her with two this different eyes. This whole episode is full of new sets and the shots and the lighting is really incredible. Yeah. So go, this whole go episode. bird director man. Mm, yay, <laughs> uh, editing dude. But yeah, her eye that had to have been visually enhanced. Yeah. That was some seriously. I mean, not either that even or me. a badass contact, but I, I thought there had to be some kind of effect Probably involved. both, because yeah. not even Misha Collins has eyes that blue. No, that, and And wow. he has some freaking blue eyes. Yeah, he does. So, and, but, and they keep up with it. Yes, they do. They do, even in the dark basement. Yeah. They keep with that Because I watched for it, because mm-hmm. I was like, don't, oh, yeah. don't fail me, people. D- don't, don't fuck with this. Yeah. So, But it's, yeah. it was, that was really cool. But between the, the, the doll maker's house, uh, the outside shots, mm-hmm. and the the farm that we get to later, Penguin's Lounge, there's so much scenery, and it's just beautifully done. That's where all their money went. Yep. <laughs> um, so we go to Jim and Harvey, Dent. Uh, they're talking to right. Essen. It is Dent. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Jim is very upset that Flask got released. Now, I've come to this realization. Okay. It's not that Jim doesn't have emotions. It's just he has a resting bitch face, and he's pissed off 24-7. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that that's really where it is. It's like not like a lot of his coworkers just ha- really yeah. hate him. Or so they, yeah. Or the GCPD just smells bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just I've just he just looks pissed. Yeah. All the time. So yeah, we find out that Flass has been yep, released. Flass and has been released. And Loeb is gonna uh, 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 support him as he. Yeah, and Loeb apparently supplied some kind of a witness to exonerate Flass. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he's going to back him in the election for policeman union president. What is it? I don't know. What even? Apparently it's a deal. I've never been in a union. I never I have either. I work office job, yeah. so I sit at a desk. Yeah. I get a Band-Aid for workman's comp. Yeah. You know, pretty so. Pretty much. So I... <laughs> my work conditions, like, it's cold. Oops. <laughs> I put in my notes, Jim has a rage boner at the injustice. He, does. <laughs> he really does. He borrowed John Watson's rage boner. And he, he yes. He oh does. My gosh, and so, um, of course, he leaves Essen's office and he runs into Flass. He's in a huff. Now, what I want to know, here's my, here's my big question. Okay. Flass, yep. who I'm protected. What is it that Flass knows? Or what is it that Flass did to be so protected. Is it just that he's a good moneymaker with running all these drug dens? But Loeb is in the business of information. That's true. That's true. But we don't know that Loeb is the top of the chain. But they always talk about they're his files. Like, he knows where they are. He's yeah, in but control as far as of the files. His, his individual modus operandi could be to get information, but he could also just be funneling money up to another yeah, secret he's, whatever. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Falcone's crony, yeah. as we learn. So maybe Flass... Yeah, it could be because Flass is a moneymaker. Could be. But, boy, he's got to know something or did something. Well, and you got to also look at it like maybe at this point the commissioner's like, just fuck you, Jim Gordon. That's true, too. Whatever you want, I'm going to take away from you. That's true, too. Whatever just to victory beat him down. you get, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna undo it. Okay, but it just, it's just... It's, there's a story there. Yeah. It's a plot hole, mm-hmm. and I hate plot holes. I know. So, I want to know what happened. So, yeah. So, Flash promises to keep coming back no matter, no matter what Jim tries. Like a phoenix. Yeah. No. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, Jim goes and, of course, does what Jim Gordon does <laughs> and just confronts everybody just right on. Um, so, he goes vi- and visits Loeb, and Loeb shows him the tape of... Harvey confessing to giving false evidence against Flass. Because Loeb had a presentiment, which is my favorite word of the episode. Yeah. It's a great word. Yeah. I'm bullock, man. I yeah. The first time I saw this... I was like, no! I was so angry. I know it was like capital N-O-O-O-O-O texting to you. Yeah. But... I didn't see it coming either. Uh, no. I thought they were going to introduce a new character is what I was expecting. Yeah. Or some other police officer. Just somebody. Well, I thought maybe it was a mob boss. Uh, like Gabe or somebody. You maybe. Know, who actually got the confession maybe. out of Delaware. Or maybe one of Falcone's lieutenants. Yeah. Or who knows. But yeah, I was like, no, Harvey, say it ain't so. Um, And said Harvey meets Jim at the GCPD. <laughs> and Jim, of course, confronts him. Because that's what Jim, Jim does. Jim does not have a he subtle does not bone play in his around. body. No. Mm-mm. And um, Harvey says... He's just very upfront about it. And he's like, yeah, I did what I had to do. Yeah. Because. Uh, he says the thing. Yeah. <laughs> he said he'd lose his job or even go to prison if he didn't do what Loeb wanted. Did he really think Jim wasn't going to find out? I know. I mean, he walks up to him like. He's like, hey. Everything, hey, yeah. what's up? And yeah. I think Bullock, sh- Bullock should have told him. I think he should have too. So, hey, you know, I, I don't. Uh, no. Sorry. But, but. This is a thing that happened. I think he should have told him. Yeah. Because that's what partners do, man. And so, uh, Harvey kind of tells him a story. He's, apparently, he had a similar choice that Jim had with uh, Oswald when he was a rookie. Yeah. And so, he says that half of the GCPD has a cobble pot, and Loeb has the evidence on all of them. Yes. So, I was like, I knew they blackmailed him into it. Yeah. yeah I was like, he's, I knew he yes, could do that. He's still yeah. a good, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's still a good, horrible person. Don't, don't, not Bullock off yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm so worried at any minute they're going to write him off the show. Yeah. I don't care if he is second build in the cast. Yeah. I'm still so worried that they're going to write him off the show. I'm afraid they're going to write him off for the, ca- for the cause of Jim Gordon's man pain. Yeah. Yeah. We get enough of that. Everything is Jim Gordon's man pain, though. That's true. This entire show, show. should have been named Gordon Man Pain, so... <laughs> 
leave Bullock alone. I know. Just leave him. So, uh, so we go to Ed's lab and Kristen Kringle is visiting. Yeah, it is Ed's lab. You're right. Um, and he, uh, tries to talk her away from Flass, basically. And she's like, oh no, she's left Flass and he's really happy about it. Well, she's looking around the room like she's looking for something. I don't know if she like brought a file and left it or she was picking up a file, but she was looking around pretty hardcore. Pretty intently. Around that room. So I don't know what she was looking for, but she flirts. Yeah. There is, there's got to be more to her. Yeah. I'm hoping there's more to her I character. I hope we get, we get even more of her. I'm very, very interested in seeing her character develop. Me too. I want a bad, a good bad girl. I know. I mean, we had fish, but. Yeah. I just want her to, to be something. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim goes and visits Dent um, at a diner and he fills him in on Loeb. Right. The, uh, the scene leading into, I don't know if you remember, but the scene it was from outside the diner mm-hmm. and you see the shot of the diner and you see the the backdrop of the city it's mm-hmm. just so gorgeous yeah it's absolutely yeah, they, beautiful. they did some nice work such there. a great shot yeah uh and um so jim wants to go after Loeb's evidence to destroy his power base yep and dent kind of makes a comment about well he doesn't have a file on me so yeah let's go um because yeah dent that's is good, like, but it's good to know it is but dent is horribly reckless he is. He's reckless and, and ambitious. The thing that bothered me about this episode was Dent never really showed a dark side. Yeah. This entire episode. Because we, we got that first episode with him and it's like, oh, he's Two-Face. Because, you know, lighting and then yeah. the coin. And then he had that anger and this, flash. And there's nothing in this episode. Yeah, it could have been any any uh, assistant district, district attorney. Yeah, he could have been anybody. Some guy. But we never got, we never saw a hint of it as an audience, and Jim never saw a hint of it. No, and I don't know why Jim trusts this this Yahoo. He totally bungled the whole Wayne murder Lovecraft thing. Um, well, we haven't seen Montoya and Allen in like a thousand years, <laughs> which I'm cool with. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I I don't I wouldn't trust this Yahoo. But he's who else is he going to trust though? But he totally covers for Bullock. Yes. What does he have on Bullock? Uh, ooh. Yeah. He's covering, dude. But then Den gets an idea. He does. And he's he wants to track down uh, Loeb's former partner. And they're off. And they're off. Um, and so they want the guy. This guy is uh, Griggs. And they want him to give up info on Loeb. Yeah, here we're seeing uh, the days when Gordon and Dent were friends. And they actually... Because Dent and Batman and Gordon were pretty tight before Dent's downfall. Yeah. So they were real tight. So here we're seeing a pre-Two-Face the actual of them working together yeah so that's but still i just wanted to see that little hint of something something yeah something where you're like this guy's not right stand him in the shadows again yeah let him flip the coin they're trying to be subtle (laughs) yeah his coin didn't come in at at all all. um so it turns out that that Loeb has info on griggs too uh but griggs reluctantly gives them a lead there's this bookie, Gilu, and... Um, that name means nothing in canon. Okay. Um, and Jim makes N- a point nor, of nor saying... Does the, nor does the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tried that too. Uh, Jim makes a point of saying he wants to work this without Bullock. He does, because Dent asks him, we may need him. Yeah. But Jim doesn't. But does he not want Bullock in because he's afraid Bullock will tell on them or betray them? Or, as we see at the end of the episode... Because we know now, seeing the yeah. episode, he's trying to actually help Bullock. Yeah. So by not involving him, he's helping him. Yeah. Like, he wasn't part of this. If it does go tits up, which right, it's because Jim, so it will. Bullock's already in a hot seat. Right. As it, as it is. So I'm not sure what Jim's motive is Jim's motivation because he doesn't want Bullock to turn against him or because he's get, trying to protect Bullock. I didn't get the impression at any point that it was a trust issue. Okay. So I didn't really feel that, but I'm not, I would just wasn't. Yeah. Because he's got that resting bitch face. He does. And he's he does. pissed off all the time. All the time. So, yeah, all right. So we jump scenes. Yep. We go which, back. The scene jumping is not near as bad. No, it's not. Um, so we go back to Fish and Dollmaker, and they do a walk and talk. <laughs> <laughs> do they say that to you at work? No, that's actually a oh, uh, coin from West Wing. Oh, Because okay. they walk down the corridors talking, and it's a, it's a okay. walk and talk. I think I'm going to start using that at work. Yeah, that's that's a hallmark of West Wing. Um, Which I've never watched, but apparently I have to. Yeah, you do. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, 
she wants to be put in charge, and she promises to provide him with a steady flow of organs. Um, and yep. he's like, yeah, or I could just kill everybody and start fresh. And she says, nope, you wouldn't have wasted an eye on me if you had any intention of doing that. No, or he would have done it already. Right. Which she, she, he has a really, she has a really good point with that. Yeah, and so he's like, I'm going to show you something. And the thing he wants to show her is the old manager with a body transplant. Uh, it's more than just a body it's transplant. Like a Frank- it's like it's a full it's, Frankenstein treatment. But, but, the, but with the, the lady parts. The Barton Mathis doll maker, though, wears part of the skin of his father. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Uh, he's This Barton Mathis is the doll maker who you're probably used to seeing with the stitched face. Yeah. That's Barton Mathis. Oh, and that's dad's skin. Right, it's that's dad's, gross. it's dad's skin because he's awesome. there's like a scene where he's talking to Batman and uh, something about you know the reason why you're looking at it is it's his father's skin uh. kind of stitched together. So that's what this creature reminds me of. Okay, is it pulls from it. The CGI is really kind of bad, so horrible. I, and I had that in my notes. Um, and it really kind of fr- it's even in the rewatch because for some reason I watched this episode three times this week and I don't know why. <laughs> Every time it came up, I just did not want to look at the screen. But what I did appreciate is that they had him coughing Mm -hmm. and kind of screaming in a weird voice as opposed to just talking Mm -hmm. or yelling or something. That would have just been wrong. Yeah. So that was okay. They could have dialed back on the sets a little bit and made the CGI a little bit more believable. Because it was. It was was bad. Yeah. But the whole time him and Fish, uh, Dollmaker and Fish are talking, Fish wants to talk business. Yeah. Dollmaker just wants to talk about the work. Right. Which shows you where his focus is. Oh, yeah. And I, like you mentioned before, I got the total impression that this clinic is funding his experiments. Yes. It, it, he's not just being a clinic for rich people to do it. It's to fund experiments. Yeah, he doesn't care about yeah. things. So. so, yeah, he warns her this is what happens to people who fail him. No, no, we know. So that's good to know on a job interview. It's pretty freaky. <laughs> what are the consequences? And physically impossible. Yeah. For the record. So, <laughs> so uh, we go to um, we go Head back to the transplant? hospital. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, we go back to the hospital, and yes. Bruce is reading to Alfred, who's asleep. I have no idea what he's reading. I didn't even think to look it up. I didn't know. It sounded horrible. Uh, which Selena calls him on, mm. and he's interrupted by Selena, and um, she gives Bruce a hug. Which was really, really sweet. But my question is, um, she, she says that she, Ivy saw him at the hospital. She sneaks yeah. in. To steal food. To steal food from the sickies. So if right. she wants nothing to do with doctors, why is she sneaking into a hospital? Or Gotham is it because logic? something she's seen in the hospital to make her distrust doctors? I don't know. I and at first when she before she elaborates that they're there to steal food, at first I thought Ivy's here because she's sick stealing medicine. But then she said but the whole food. They thing. don't yeah, they said that she's there she's there to steal food. But so there's that still that plot hole there that yeah. bugs me. And I think isn't this the first time that Kat and I still call her Kat, uh Selena whatever her name is, and Bruce have seen each other since she revealed that she didn't see the killer? Yes. Okay. Yes. But they're they're like bygones be bygones and yeah they're all bud bud you know and cat wants to help she does um and he tells her that he thinks uh reggie was there because of his investigations into the board because he was because he was oh wait and uh he wants to find reggie and so she offers to help and he refuses yeah he does notice his file some of his files are missing so he has reason to believe it so yeah see they feel that plot hole yeah they did just saying but he also took pictures of the crime. So, like, I don't understand why he didn't just take pictures of everything and then nothing's missing. Yeah. Because he took pictures of the crime wall. Reggie's not that smart. Oh, Reggie's not. a heroin addict. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, so, Jim and Dent go and visit the bookie. Okay, but is he a book? I think it's money laundering. They call him a bookie. Okay, we can go with bookie. But that's what, yeah. But it's a room full of accountants with knives. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. Is that how it is at work? That's how it works. That you all have knives? Yes, we all have knives. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Good to know. It's, it's, See, it's, nobody billed me accounting as you get to have a knife. Well, you know, no guns, but nobody said anything about knives. No, but like seriously, in our break room, 
the the knife because we have you know it's a break room it's stocked with silverware and knives and whatnot but all the knives we have in there are like a foot and a half long <laughs> they're like these big old and like one so pairing one pairing knife that's like two inches long that's it and but then the rest of them so when i go in there to like cut up an apple or something yeah. they're like and i'm like cutting up this little apple with this giant butcher knife and it's it's insane now you know why it's now, yeah it's we all, all have these at your desk we're, we're accountants um i was hoping for a two-face something yeah a little something here when you know nothing so because because they do try to strong arm him a little bit and um but <laughs> Dan's such a wuss i know but lou gets a call and he knows exactly who they are he mentions them both by name that phone call yeah 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 click and he's like so detective gordon and harvey dent mm-hmm. um and so they have a nice little chase where they like try to run the hell out of there okay so jim pushes dent out the door and takes the the chairs and throws them down and then the next very next scene jim is in front and dent's in the back dent's not in good shape or shitty continuity shitty continuity (laughs) not not gotham oh no right (laughs) so uh so they run through the kitchen and uh upstairs and they're cornered in this alley but Harvey busts Yay, in to save them. My hero. He, because they didn't take backup with him. Because nobody takes backup anywhere in GCPD. Not. Of course not. But Bullock knew where they were going. Yep. And because uh, it so turns So Bullock out, knows more than he's letting on. He does. And it turns out that either that or he's got like Jim on low jack or something. <laughs> Probably. Probably like. He's got a tracking chip in yeah. his neck or some shit when he kissed he's him right there i mean what jim. <laughs> he has he's microchipped so. like well i need to know where you're fucking shit up they should have brought him in at the start though they should he would have because bullock gets shit done he does um and so it, as we see it turns out that Griggs had turned on them and but harvey says that if they scare him enough they'll get information out of he'll him. turn on anybody so the way they scare him enough is to stick his head out of a moving car that it would work and it do- it works it totally It works. would work on me. <laughs> it would take a lot less to work on me. <laughs> just get me in the yeah, car. Just, that would be I'm enough. Fine. Yeah. So, uh, Greg says that Falcone knows where Loeb's stash is. And right. um, Jim wants some someone close to them to talk. And I don't know who that could possibly be. Well, well we do get one of Bullock's uh, lines here. Go before I lose my good cheer. <laughs> I have to bring that up because yeah. it's a Bullock doozy. It that, is. That it I is. Do- adore. He feels like Bullock again. For a hot minute. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I think his his, his writing has been kind of off. Kind of lackluster. Yeah, he's not as lackadaisical. <laughs> I got to use the word. You did. Uh, or before. he doesn't, And he hasn't been as involved. No. In some of the cases. Well, and I think some of that is because they, they've brought Leslie in. They've now, now Harvey's kind of brought true. in. So I think he, it's suffered. They do have a full docket. Or some shit. I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, but I miss Bullock. Yeah, because I, so. I I love Bullock and Jim well, together. And their relationship. Yeah, they're the way they the two of them play off of each other in a scene is fun. And at and we times get more emotion emotional. Out of Jim, yeah, I see more emotion between the two of them than I do between him and Leslie. And way more between them between him and Barb. Oh, yeah, well, between Jim and a brick wall would be more than Jim and Barb, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm, moving on. So, uh, they, I'm totally surprised that they go to Penguins Club for a chat. But they had a decent segue this time. They did. They did. They actually, they actually had a segue. They did. Like, hey, we're going to talk about this thing, and then we're going to go do they this thing. We're going to go there. Now, the bottle he has, which yeah. is probably just some bottle found at a thrift store. I thought you'd like that. I love it. I know. I, I saw that. I was like, Some yep. prop master somewhere put that bottle together, but it is so cool. Um, and did you notice that Penguin's hair is getting, like, bigger and pointier? <laughs> it's getting more bird-like. It is. Every time we see him, it's it's getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> I don't know if it's the lighting in there or what, but it, it just looks huge. Um, but he mentions, and we'll get to the actual story bit in a minute. Uh, he mentions it's a bottle of Madre Deus. Right. And I have closed captioning. Yeah. So that's that's how it's spelled is M-A-D-R-E-D-E-D-I-O-S. Yeah. It is Spanish. Mother of God? For Mother of God. He mentions it as being, they only make $100, uh, 100, 100 bottles a year and something Italian, countryside, blah, blah, but blah. But it's Spanish. But it's got a Spanish name. Okay. 
he probably meant to say Madre di Dio. Okay. Which is Italian okay. for Mother of God. Uh, okay. They're very, which is very similar. A great thing to call your alcohol. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Hey, but. give me some of that Jesus brandy. <laughs> oh, Jesus no, I like, mom. I like I like the mother of God wine or whatever because they didn't say what it was. Yeah, I don't know if it's a liquor or a wine. I, I would think it would have to be a, some kind of a liqueur based on yeah the bottle type. Yeah, because it's dark. And who makes only 100 bottles of wine? Uh, I don't know these monks. But they're I kinda monks. Want, I kinda they can want only some now. They can only step on so many grapes. That's too. They're that old. True. I kind of want some now. They're old and okay. crotchety. We should. I know. We should it would make be a awesome. Cocktail with it. Okay. Um. So I don't know. It's. I'm gonna guess somewhere between closed captioning typos and an. I love Robin, but mispronunciation. Yeah. On an actor's part. And well, if he's given no other direction, if he's and bad just directing led to read it from the script and and move on. But I think they really should have made it clearer. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's in Spanish, but he's referring to an Italian yeah. thing. I think that just, okay. And it's not a real thing, though. Oh, okay. By the way. I'm glad you looked because I, I was curious. It. Yeah. But as the story, far as the storyline goes, uh, Ping, we learn here Penguin likes information, and that is yep. central to the Penguin canon character. Yes. And I, I did like that. Um, and Jim wants information. And he will owe Penguin a favor with no strings attached. And I'm like, oh, and Bullock this tries is a to stop him. idea. Bullock tries to stop him. He does. This is a he knows. horrible idea. Bullock's got experience in this shit. Because he already owes him for the Flask thing. Well, if you think about back to Bullock and Fish's relationship. she owed He owed her like a million. Yeah. yeah. But there, there was something between them two. Definitely. They had a really close relationship outside of just business. Yeah. So I, I agree was, with that. I think there was some real respect there. I think there was, too. And Bullock doesn't respect Penguin. Jim doesn't. Bullock doesn't. Nobody respects Penguin. Nobody respects Penguin. I mean, Except honestly. maybe Gabe. Ma- yeah, maybe Gabe. Which is his henchman, for yeah. those of you who don't know who Gabe is. And I only know that through the credits. Yeah. So I, He's mentioned him a couple times, and I, I, think I actually they, did At first they didn't, and then reason. they finally did. Yeah. Um. So the scene. So Penguin wants 10 minutes alone with Loeb's files as payment. Um, and I, and a favor. Yeah. And, uh, Jim negotiates down to five. And nothing to do with cops. Yeah. And nothing to do with cops. And which I don't understand how he, he was supposed to enforce that, but whatever. And, uh, Oswald's like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard for him to pass that up. Who's ready for a road trip? Yeah. Penguin, do you remember what happened the last time you went on a road yeah, trip? Yeah, the last road trip didn't Didn't turn so out so well, so. Actually, it kind of did, because he got the club out of it, and he got to be legitimized. That's true. But now, of course, Marini wants to kill him, so. A lot. A lot of dead. Badly. So much. So much dead. <laughs> so we go back to the basement um, at, at Dollmakers, and right. um, one guy wants to kill the guard. I kind of missed that they had beat up the guard the first time. Yeah. I watched this. It just kind of, yeah. I didn't pay attention to it. Because to me, that kind of goes against what Fish's intention was, which was just yeah. literally oh, to absolutely. just have him there as a hostage. Well, and it goes, the scene kind of goes by fast. Yeah. And then she's in the room, and all I want to do is look for her eye. I know, me too. I was like, oh, let me see the eye. So, yeah, she interrupts his rant, and... um, His monologue. <laughs> he tries. And so she wants to return the guard as a sign of good faith. And so they let the guard go, and she has Kelly and another one, and a woman taken. Yeah, sorry, honey, you're on the list. I was not okay with that. I wasn't either, and but she did. She did make a point of saying, "I did promise that not all of us would get out alive." Right. She did, and she and she did. Yeah. So, what but you, what to, you gonna do when they come for you? Just sorry. because you're losing an organ, unless it's a big one, it does not mean death necessarily. There are no small. Well, you know, you can lose a kidney. Yeah. A long okay. even. Yeah. Not great, but I mean. Part, part of a liver. They even put the lady back with uh, without eyes. And no bandages. No bandages. And, well, that we see it's like me. somebody was missing an arm. Yeah. At some point. And, and I'm like, you can't give. These, she was bandaged. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't give these people beds. Why are they not in a hospital ward, like a secure hospital ward? Or at least have some beds down there. If you want good, healthy product like Fish is talking about, yeah. this is not the way to do it. No. So. It's horrible management. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I didn't like that they took Kelly either, but she's like, you're on the list. 
Yeah, my 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 feelings for the fish kind of got hurt. I know at that point because she's always been so loyal um but she's also looking at the big picture too she is a big picture girl especially since she saw what happened to the last manager and they're not butch yeah so that's true um butch kilzine butch kilzine we haven't said that in a while (laughs) um so jim and harvey and oswald do take that little road trip and they go visit a farmhouse bullock wants to put him back in the trunk I liked and, that better. And so they're squabbling over whether Penguin will go in with them or not. Because Penguin's like, okay, I'll be in the car. <laughs> and uh, an old guy interrupts them um, knocking on the window. And it's he's one of the caretakers. Yes. And so they go in the house and they talk to these caretakers. And it's all very cozy. Okay, this couple were pretty creepy. Yeah. I need to point out that uh, Marge uh-huh. was played by Becky Ann Baker. Okay. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in Men in Black. Okay. But she's been in a lot of stuff, and she's a really great actress. I really just don't feel like this character was very well written, mm-hmm. or she had some bad direction. Yeah. Because she didn't seem that, or she, there was just, the character seemed to fall flat. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't a mm behind her. Yeah. Like, she was just, this was what was on paper. Yeah, like she I could get that. she didn't yeah. fill it out in her head, or the director didn't give her something like motivation, or what is this woman's motivation to be this caretaker <laughs> in this house? But because Becky Ann Baker is normally a really good actress, yeah. uh, Jude, who is the man, mm-hmm. was played by Dan Ziski, okay, who really hasn't been in much, okay. But his character felt more like a real person. Yeah, y- you saw uh, the change in him more too that we see later. Yeah. With her, it was more flat the whole time. She's like a robot or something. I don't know. So, um, they hear some very ominous thumping upstairs, and they try to blame (laughs) it on a raccoon, and Harvey's like, that's a big raccoon. Big raccoon. Um, and so Jim and Harvey- Have you seen raccoons? They get pretty big. That's true. And so, Jim and Harvey are there to do their inspection- (laughs) <laughs> if they think that's gonna fly because they're like yeah we, we we work for commissioner Loeb. we're on his personal detail let me see some id and he brings out his badge jim gordon gcpd and uh she goes um he's not a cop to <laughs> penguin <laughs> i'm undercover yeah oh honey because that, that always flies yeah flies bird oh my god ah, i didn't even mean to i love it that was great um and so yeah margie can smell the bullshit and she brings out a big old shotgun, and they have a shootout. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, uh, Harvey... Well, when, okay, but Harvey, uh, Bullet get The other guy, Garden, uh-huh. gives Penguin the shotgun to cover them, and yeah. he talks about, you know, I have a soft spot for... And she's laying on the floor, she's like, oh, oh. I'm like, that wasn't even... Yeah. Come on, I can groan better than that. Yeah, and I'm not an actor. Yeah, I have no acting. So they do. They uh, they they subdue the old people. It feels a little bit like Psycho, though. Did you get that feel from yes. the house? Yes, yes, yes. And I think I even have this later in my notes, um, because that's that's exactly what it felt. I like don't know for if me. it's the house or if it's after they went upstairs and found um, the part you're about to get to. I don't know if it was that that felt like Psycho. Yeah. Okay. So um so yeah I I, I thought that too. It felt very like I you know creepy in the attic kind of thing um and it could just be that i watched Toys psycho- in the attic. it could just be that i watched psycho a couple weeks ago so could be i don't know that i've ever actually watched psycho all the way through yeah i oh. like scary things but i i think i've watched like birds like as far as hitchcock goes yeah i think i've seen birds psycho's one of my favorites it's like old though so yeah it's like old stuff i've seen the psycho house <gasps> at universal awesome. studios in california that's awesome it's small yeah they built it small so that he would look taller. Ah, there you they, go. They, they shrunk down the dimensions of the house to make him look okay bigger. And they at, at the at Universal Studios in California, they actually have her in the rocking chair in the of window. Of course they do. You only get to see it from a distance. Yeah, crusty crust mom. But yeah, she's up there. It's pretty cool. Well, this we're talking a long time ago. 25 years ago. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they go upstairs and they find this. At first you think she's childlike. Uh, this woman, it's Miriam Loeb. Yeah. And she says, did my father send you? And you're like, da 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 And of course, we, we can't stop there. We move no. on. She's played by, Miriam is played by Nicole Tom. Yep. She was in, uh, do you know who she is? She's from The Nanny. She's from The Nanny. Which is, keep that in mind. Uh, for later episodes. Okay. 
Uh, so she's in The Nanny, but she also voiced Supergirl in the Superman animated series. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, she did. So that's who she is. So we meet Miriam. And um, and so she asked, did my father send you? And so then we move on because I'm like, oh, I'm interested. No, we're going to change things. No, mm-mm. Can't have that. Um, and so we're back at the GCPD and Ed tries to invite Kristen to dinner and it's really, like, you know how much courage it took him to, to well, get Well, yeah, out. and he got flowers. He's got flowers out behind of the his back. vase in the lobby or some shit know. because they were dying. Yeah. But um, she already has another boyfriend. Yeah. And um, Tom Doherty, and he, baby Ed didn't even have a chance to give her the bouquet, and he's very upset. And it's not like they can miss it behind his back or anything. And he gives him a, a riddle, and it's so stupid. You can kind of see the hints of the Riddler here. Yeah. And I, I appreciate it. Which is, where, that's where we're going. Yeah. You know we are. I mean, where else are we going to go with Ed Nigma? <laughs> I mean, come on, in his green suit from three episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, we start to see his, um, because anytime he was confronted with Flass, he was more upbeat, more, oh, ha ha, and, and walked away. But here we see. He's visibly upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, there's a change. Yeah. So we're, we're getting there. Poor baby. I know the poor baby. So we do go back to Harvey and Jim and Miriam. And I dropped my microphone. Gravity still works. Mm-hmm, it does. Uh, and so she doesn't know. Uh, they kind of ask her about files or boxes or anything like that. And she doesn't know of anything like that. Um, and Jim asks about Loeb's wife. And, Which would be her mom. Yeah. And uh, he thinks that she died. Because <laughs> that's how it works, by the way. That is generally how it works. Yeah. And um, he thinks that she died and that Miriam is a witness to what happened. Okay. Until... Until she shows them some pretty bone jewelry that she has made out of starlings that she killed with her hands. When they land on the on window. Her, on her windowsill. And turns out she killed her mom with a candlestick because it was her night to sing. Which is just frightening. And so the, this is where the childlike stuff kind of goes, goes a little bit out far, the window. far away. So she's, in essence, an actual real life, well not real life, but fictional yeah fictional real life <laughs> textbook mm-hmm. psychopath yeah a very childlike one which is even scarier it is than an adult one it is so but she's completely show creation okay the miriam uh character i liked her i thought i, was I like, thought she was Damn. very intriguing i think she did a really good job with the she, character too she was scarier than scarecrow she was this this was this was scarier than yeah scarecrow, it was but she loves mile. birds yep she Fucking loves her birds, birds so <laughs> And um, so they go downstairs and it turns out the caretakers got away from Oswald um, and we hear them driving away from the house. Uh-oh. Which, you know, so much for giving Oswald a look at the files because there are no files. there's no files to look at. So uh, Jim goes and visits Loeb and he... Well, but Miriam sees Penguin. And she goes, I love birds. I was a little concerned for him. I was too. I was like, please don't put them in the back seat together on no. the way back. <laughs> she will crush him. <laughs> with, with you know just little head pressure right on, the there. Back, on the back of his skull mm-hmm. um so jim of course goes and visits Loeb, and he plops the necklace down and which shows him that he knows about miriam mm-hmm. um and Loeb offers to resign but he's like oh no no no, no no you stay in office because i can have leverage over you yes which was actually pretty damn smart of jim he's got to win mm-hmm. jim has got to win but see it shows that he's grown because i think i think, I think pilot jim would have been like yes you resign because it's the it's the yeah, right thing to do. Absolutely. And so it's he's, a, he's grown. Some indirect character development. He's a little smarter. <laughs> so a he wants Flass tried fairly, and he wants the evidence on all the cops sent to Harvey, and he'll decide who's going to... Who gets prosecuted. Who gets prosecuted. Yeah. Um, but Loeb does not agree, and he says he'll only give up Bullock's file. Well, he says if he does, if he gives up all the files, then he's, he's, dead. he's a dead man, and he's absolutely right. Yeah. So, uh, and it turns out he's he's also going to endorse Jim for union president. Da-da. Which, okay, my question to you is, how does this look to the rest of the GCPD? They see Jim tromping around, talking about justice, and then they see the very, very corrupt commissioner mm-hmm. endorsing him now. It goes right back to the scene where it was uh, Delaware in the alley yep. uh, who thought that Jim was higher up in the mob. Yep. And that's why all of that came down. And this this is going to look exactly the same. You're, I didn't think about that, but it does, would does look exactly look the same. 
Because no. Harvey's the only one of the cops that, and probably Essen, I'm assuming, that knows what's really going on. Yeah. He's not like, so let me just tell you guys what happened. And I have all the, he has these files, but I got, I have leverage over him. So, yeah, I mean, they just see what they see. So I, I just thought that was like. Mm, That's interesting. I didn't look, look at it that perception. It's all about perception. Yep. It really is. Um, I mean, I could see a lot of these guys thinking he's a hypocrite. But it's also another step up towards Jim becoming commissioner. Exactly. Exactly. So it's another step that direction, too. But I want to know what, what about these files? Yeah, where are they? If that story, they're not where Penguin thought they were. We've got to come back to that story. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it might. I think the, those files are going to keep coming into play a lot. Like Arkham's going to keep coming to play. Oh, we need a story. Let's go to Arkham. Oh, we need a story. Let's pull in the files. Yeah. But they're setting it up here in season one. Yeah. So maybe it won't feel so out of. Uh, they've, yeah. they've set it up. So Where it's when, just convenient. Halfway through season two. If this crops up again. It crops. Then it's already. The, the yeah. groundwork's already been laid. So. Yeah, but plot hole, but eh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, uh, Jim Tro- goes... It's, it's going to become a trope. It will. Within the show, which Arkham is yeah. a freaking trope within the show. But it's an interesting one. It, it's a good one. Cop investigation's not so much for mm. me. So, um, so Jim goes and visits Harvey in the locker room, and he hands him his file. Did Jim read it? I don't... I, no, I don't think he did. You don't think so? I think he's too much of a Boy Scout with his with his Ooh, yeah. with his Harvey. Yeah, that's true. That's, with his that's true. But can Jim trust Bullock now? I think so. You think so? Okay. I think so. I think he should. I think he thinks so. Especially with what Bullock says right as he leaves the locker room, which is uh, very much a parable for one Jim Gordon. He talks about doing bad things and how basically it's a slippery slope. It is. He's trying to warn him. He's trying yeah. to keep. Because he sees what because. Ha- What's happening with Penguin is just... It's exactly what's happened with Bullock and Fish. But I even think... Well, I don't want to say exactly, but... But I even think the Fish stuff was less overt. Like, Penguin gets giddy at the prospect of Jim owing him a favor. True. Yeah. Because Penguin's still kind of low on the totem pole. Like, he knows a lot of stuff, and he's come really far in a short amount of time. Right, that we've seen. Whereas Fish had this whole network, it wasn't completely reliant on Harvey. Well, and Bullock came up over time. So it's like Bullock and Fish came up together. Yeah. Because I really feel like they've been, I don't want to say together, but they've been together. For a long time. For a long time. Or they've worked together. So yeah, and, and Bullock doesn't want to see Jim go down that path. As much crap as Bullock has already done, he still kind of supports the hero. Yeah, he, he wants does. things to be good. He I mean, does. He's a freaking cop. Come on, if he didn't want things to be good, he wouldn't be a cop. Yeah, that's I would true. Think maybe. Um. So we go back to Oswald's club, and he talks to the caretakers because it turns out he had a deal with them uh, to get them out of Gotham. But whoops, he only has one ticket. Yeah. And I the guy's like, issues. oh, we're not going to. I mean, we've been together for years. And Margie's like. She knocks a table down. She beats the shit out of him. She beats him to death. When, when, when's the train? Uh-huh. And She's ready. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. There is no train. I only had one bullet left. And he kills her. Thanks. I want to know who's cleaning up all the dang blood. But okay. the scene kind of felt useless. It. Although it was it was a resolution, I don't know what benefit it gave Penguin. Like I get I get them making a deal saved with his, him. Well, it saved his skin. Well, I don't know that it did because he had the gun on them. Yeah, I get that they would make a deal with him to get out. Right. What did he get out of it? They don't tell Falcone <sighs> that he told Jim Gordon where the files were, oh, where he thought the files that's were. That's true. Okay, that makes more sense now. Because I was trying to figure out what the hell yeah. was in it for him. Yeah, I was cleaning up the And the, then he that. really cleaned up. Somebody did. Anyway, yeah. that poor place. He's like, seen, Gabe! It must have, like, red carpets or some <laughs> shit. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it... I mean, it, it gave resolution, but at the same time, it felt kind of useless. Yeah. So. Shows how ruthless Penguin is. Or has become. I wonder if they had a sandwich prepared. Yeah, Just in case. Do. You a know, sitting right there. Sandwich. Yeah. Because, you know, he gets peckish. Oh, no, he does. So, um, so our last scene is Fish talking to the doll maker again. Yep. And um, she's succeeded. She's now in upper management. She gets her promotion. She does. And um, she finds out that they're on an island. 
Is it Fantasy Island? It's no. not Fantasy. <laughs> Deplay, Unless your Deplay. fantasy is really shitty. Yeah, well. Mm. <laughs> you have a very specific fantasy. But again, they, there's this real, it's really beautiful. It is. It's, it's really gorgeous. Pretty. I don't know if it was Alcatraz or what, which it wasn't, but it was pretty. Yeah. It and you got to wonder where the hell in the world this is. Well, according to Batman Arkham Knights, Gotham is three different islands, and that's not one of them. No. So I got the impression it was very far removed, especially since Dollmaker at least makes it out like he doesn't know who the hell Falcone is. Yeah. Even though he was operating He could Gotham. be lying, though. Could be. Could he very could be well lying. Be. They may not even actually be in uh, Gotham proper. Not even not Gotham proper, but even in the district. Yeah. So it's They could be in some island in Canada. I don't know. You don't know. Because if you think of Gotham very, as was, New York. It snowy it's, and. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Nova Scotia? Yeah. That's up that way, isn't it? I don't know. I need a map. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. It felt very Canadian to me. For all we know. But I don't see, know why. The thing is, for all we know, it could have been across the ocean. Yeah, exactly. This could have been we some have little. We have no idea. Some little lake in Europe somewhere. So. Mm, no, I mean, he's got. He's German-ish. Dullmacher. I get to look and see if that's an actual, like, name. Or if that's just. They're like, hey, we're going to come up with this name that sounds like Dollmaker in case you haven't realized who that is. Give me a minute. And so far, we have no ties back to episode two and his involvement in that like you said there's no kids there no there's not any children and why 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 would he have wanted children yeah it doesn't and and we don't know where these other people are coming from we have no idea where these people are coming well fish came off a boat so yeah but like kelly's in a suit he looks like he was snatched right out of work yeah and nobody's got an accent everybody's got an american accent or a canadian accent eh um so I don't know. It's just I, I want more information on this this operation. It's not anything. The the name isn't no, anything. No, if, if you look up, the, it sounds like Dolmaker. If you look up Dolmaker, uh, like Dolmaker's surname, yeah, it keeps coming back to Francis Dolmaker. Okay, yeah. They were like, hey, you know what we could do? Uh, Gotham, 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 Gotham. Ooh, Heart of Parts, a Gotham fanfic. <laughs> Stop cruising AO3 during oh, our sorry. podcast. It's fan fiction. Oh, oh, I did want to um, bring up, uh, I did find out that, um, of course, Penguin and Jim are a ship. Oh, well, yeah. Do you I know what s- their ship name no. is? No. Gobblepot. Uh, I had to give them uh, a shout out just purely for that ship name. Gobble? Go you Gobblepot fandom. Gobblepot. Yeah. What's the the Jim Bullock? I'm ship gonna keep name? calling it Jarvie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the official one Jarvie. is. <laughs> I think I laugh every time you say it. We probably need to investigate that. I wonder what that is. Does anybody actually ship Jim with Barb? <laughs> That's canon. That's not shipping though. Can you ship a canon? Yeah. Okay. People I don't know. Ship canon. There are rules with that. Okay. Because people ship well, people ship DC canon because people ship Jim and Essen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because I, w- I had a conversation on Tumblr with, um, mm-hmm. wh- uh, what's her name? Amy. You know, yeah, Amy, um, recently. Mm-hmm. And she ships him, she ships this gym with Essen. Yes. But that's because of uh, what she's read. Right, and, and I don't think we have a foundation for that. And I got often. nothing against it. I just, I don't see it. I don't think they've laid any of the foundation for that. I wouldn't have a problem with it if they did, though. Literally anybody is better for him than Barb. I know, like... I mean, he could, like, he could actually get together with Penguin, and I'd be like, yep, I'd be better with that than with Barb. Anything is better than Barb. Like, the trash can over there would be <laughs> would be better than Barb. <laughs> uh, I, I am actually looking on AO3, and I cannot find a ship name. Oh, I saw it on sad. Tumblr referred to as Gobblepot. Gobblepot. I'm looking for the Harvey Bullock Jim Gordon... Oh, okay. Well, usually they don't there. they don't put ship names on AO3 tags. Okay. It's usually character slash character. Not that that's true. Yeah, that's all I'm finding. I read a lot on AO3 or anything. Oh, all they're saying is Jim X Harvey or James X Harvey. I'm not seeing. Oh, come on. Tumblr, don't fail me now. <laughs> but yeah, I just. I, Gobblepot's just made me incredibly Gobblepot. happy. I don't even know how to live with myself now 
I have, and I haven't read any Gotham fanfic, and because we've been blown through these episodes yeah, so quick. Yeah, we haven't had a whole lot of time. So, I, I kind of can't wait for a little lull, so we because I kind of Gul- want to read some. Gullick. Gullick? Oh my god, I like Gullick. that better than Jarvie. Gullick. Gullick. G-U-L-L-O-C-K. Gullick. Gullick. God bless you, internet. Oh, Tumblr. God bless Tumblr us, everyone. Not, Tumblr did not forsake me. <laughs> I don't even think I follow any blogs on oh. Tumblr for Gotham, other than us. <laughs> Which, speaking of Tumblr. Oh, that was a good segue. I know. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I just kind of threw that we're, out there. We're on the Tumble. We are on the Tumble at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com. Yep. That was hard to say. <laughs> So uh, you can check us out on on there and talk to us and send us uh, theories, ideas, thoughts, comments. More ship names. More ship names because we adore the ship names. Yeah. And we sh- we all the ships, all ships welcome. And I'm horrible at naming ships because I'm thinking of Fish and Harvey in my head and it's Farvey. <laughs> I'm like the person you don't want naming your ship. Not Not Bish. <laughs> not Bish. <laughs> not it's close to Bitch. That would be pretty yeah. cool. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> so yeah, send us what what is your ship name for whatever it is that you ship? What send do you ship? What do you ship? What are what other ships would there be? Okay, so we got the obvious, we've got Jim and Bullock, which is an obvious one. Right. Jim and Essen, that's a yep. given. Um Jim and Barb, I'm sure there's you know, to each their own. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the Barbara um, in a second. So then you've got Harvey and Fish. Yeah. Jim and, and you know somebody's shipping fish and penguin. There's Somebody? some raid ships. Sure, There's sure. some raid ships out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, then you got Fish and Butch. Right. Somebody's shipping that. Yep. Um, Somebody's shipping Butch and, Butch and Penguin. Butch and Penguin. Then you've got Fish and Falcone. Then you've got yep. Falcone and Maroney. Oh. <laughs> Falroni. Maroney. <laughs> that would be great. Or Malcone. Oh, my gosh. There's... Zaz, I'm sure Zaz is shipless. And you got a Bruce and Cat. I'm not going to get into children's ships. And, yeah, let's that's, just stay that's little ones. Well, then you got Alfred, Alfred and, and Jim. Jim. Alfred and Bullock. Oh, yes. Alfred and Reggie. Oh, yes. Because, you know, that's an ex oh, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Oh. I-, I could see Alfred and Falcone. Because <laughs> people will ship, man. Well, they will yeah, ship. They, they will, will sail ship. their ships. And I will, hey, anything, I will take it. So, guys, I'll just send us some ship names because we will eat that up like candy. <laughs> that would be awesome. That is your mission this week. Yes. Send us some ship names. And uh, if you don't want to send it on the tumble, you can email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just tag us on uh, Twitter at randomtcasts. Yes. Tweet at us your tweet lovely shippedness. And uh, we still have our challenge out there. We do. Nobody, I'm, I'm really upset that nobody, as of this taping, has taken up the Barbecue Challenge. And I, maybe it's too much. Maybe nobody likes her. Maybe it's too much of an ask. We're right. <laughs> yeah, right now, you're just enforcing the, our idea that the we're longer right it about takes this. for somebody to respond to this, the, the more we're going to hate her because it, it's just true. Yeah. So you want to explain what the Barbara King challenge I is? I do. Okay, so we think Barbara's terrible. Just all around a horrible, horrible character. Horribly written. She's not terribly well acted. No, but that can be direction. But she don't have a lot to go with. That's true. Um, and so if you can tell us if you like Barbara or if you just don't hate her. Tell us why. Tell us why you think she's even remotely redeemable as a character. Um, we de- we really actually are genuinely interested to hear if anybody likes her. Anyone. Yes. For whatever reason. But it, it can't be like paper thin. That's just stupid. Because yeah. she's in canon. That's not going to fly. That's not a good enough reason. No. But uh, then there's the Penguin special. There is the Penguin special. If you, if you really want to amp your game up and you want to tell us, uh, make a good compelling case for Barbara Keene not sucking... Um, and you want to do it in 140 characters or less and tweet it at us, if you make a good case, we will buy you a sandwich and a sweater. Wherever the hell you live, we will find a way to get you a sandwich and a sweater. Absolutely. We, one way or another, we'll get that out to you. Yeah. So, I really want Somebody someone take to Somebody take the challenge, man. Somebody talk to us. Seriously. And uh, speaking of talking to us, uh, you know you can find us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Pocket Casts. And while you're there... Like us, high five, favorite, follow, 
Leave a review. Leave a review would be review great. Review would be awesome. Yeah, if you leave a review, the more people are going to be able to, especially on iTunes, if you leave us, the more reviews we get, the, the, the higher up in the search the higher we, up get. we get, uh, people will find us and love us forever. Yeah. What else we got? Um, we got some other podcasts. You want to you pimp the other podcasts? Oh, we do have some other podcasts. Uh, well, we're on episode 18 here. Very shortly, we're going to get back to... We've already done season one of Sleepy Hollow. Yep. So you can check that out very soon. We're going to start on season two of Sleepy Hollow. And that will all be done before season three. Yes. We're going to plow through that just like we've plowed through Gotham. Boy, are we going to. And <laughs> we're like be, recording four episodes a week, guys. It'll be great. It's a lot of work, but you guys are worth it. Yes. Uh, so we got the Sleepy Hollow, uh, and also going on right now, we've got the MCU movies yep. out there, uh, and then just some random movies, mm-hmm. and if you have any suggestions for that, drop us a line. And what do we got coming up? Uh, we are going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, when the third season starts in September. Yes. Um, and Ish. we're also, um, we're, we're assuming that Agent Carter's starting in January like it did last year. That's but, what I've read. But before season two starts, we're also going to do season one Look for that probably November or December before season two yeah. starts. We'll be able to get that dropped out there. Yeah. Uh, and that's all of them, right? Yes. Um, but I, I will uh, go back to Gotham for a minute. We didn't oh, do sure. our favorite scenes. Oh, favorite scene, worst scene. All right, yeah. what, was, what was your favorite scene? I like the eye thing. I thought that was really cool. Did you? It showed not only that he is a badass surgeon, um, because it, it he we saw later that it was healing really well in a short amount of time. But it gave us such a cool visual. Yeah, but Jim Gordon, you know, healed from a gunshot wound. This is true. Super, super quick. Uh, this but is true. yeah, it was a real. I love the mirror shot. Yeah, the I thought that was so well done. The cinematography in this episode was really well done. Yeah, I don't know if they were saving their money up and decided to blow their budget <laughs> or what. So, but yeah, that was a really great scene. Mm-hmm. That was just so that from was, an artistic. Yes, just from uh, a visual, visual standpoint, that was my favorite. It really was. My favorite, I think, was the uh, the scene with uh, Miriam. Oh, yeah. Upstairs. It was, I just thought, I loved the set. Uh, and she was creepy. Yeah. I, you know, I like my creepy. But oh, she, yeah. she did it well. Mm-hmm. She pulled, and when I went back and realized who she was, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is the, and she plays the oldest daughter, right? Yes, the oldest on the one in the nanny. Uh, but she doesn't even look like her and I'm like I'm I felt really old I was like oh my gosh because <laughs> I remember watching the nanny and it was just one of those shows you didn't watch it, it. was just on, it was and, on yeah yeah because you know Fisher. we didn't have 900 channels like we did and we didn't have DVRs no we did not and v- VCRs were you know pretty unreliable yeah they're still pretty unreliable, but whatever. But yeah, I really liked that scene and how it played. It was a it was a, a twist. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I like that scene. What was the worst scene? Um, there weren't really any bad. Nothing scenes. like stood out as really really bad. The um, scene with the uh, penguin and the couple at the end. Yeah, as far as like unnecessary. But they did. It did provide resolution. Yeah, because I wasn't even thinking about these people can tell. Falcone but how did they? Was there. But how did they catch the couple? Back at the farm, they yeah. got they had already gotten in the car and were taken off, and they're still in the house. No, the couple drove off while they were still in the house. They had just brought Miriam downstairs. Okay, then how did the couple end up at Penguins? How did Penguin get a hold of the couple? They drove over there. Oh, they had made a deal. But where? When? How? When he was holding them with the shotgun, they made a deal for their lives. Oh, he let them go. Yes, he let them go. Oh. See, oh. obviously that wasn't well done enough. So I, totally I agree it. with that as being the worst scene if it wasn't well done and it wasn't That's clear to why you. that scene made no sense to me. And you've watched it like a bunch of times. I did watch three times this week I watched and this then episode. The first time we watched for it for some stupid reason. And that never clicked for me. Yeah. See there you go. Worst scene. <laughs> I just threw my notes because I needed effect. <laughs> it was a bad scene. What did you think was the bad scene? Did you, did you um, agree with that? I, th- I agree with that. Because I don't think it was a horrible, like, nothing stood out. Badly translated. Yeah. It, Obviously. It, maybe something got cut, or I don't know. I to, or I just totally missed it. Yeah. Maybe I just, like, thought Penguin would be honest. <laughs> no. No. Overall. Yeah. It was a good episode. It, I think so. It was, it was very story heavy. It was. 
We didn't. We got. Um, we we got, didn't visit nine hundred people either. No Montoya. No. There was mention of Maroney, but I don't think we saw Maroney. Nope. No Montoya. No Allen. No Falcone. No Falcone. Mention of Falcone, but no Falcone. Mm-hmm. Did we saw? We did see Cat for a heartbeat briefly. Um, we did see Bruce for a little bit. Yeah. But mostly we stayed on the main story and fish, mm-hmm. which still feels like a main story in and of itself. It does, and I always want more of that. Like I could watch that show. Yeah. I could watch the Dollmaker show. Yeah. I and I I just I really like Fish. That would yeah I and everything she's going through feels it it's so disconnected. Yeah. I like it, but yeah, it's not cohesive. It's really not. So. Me me me. All right, you got anything else before we I close it? I can't. Everyone has a cobble pot. Everyone has a or cobble a, pot. Or a gobble pot. Or a gobble pot. Gobble pot. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That'll be awesome. No, I think I'm done. Okay. Um, we did all of our pimping. Oh, yes. our website is randomtpodcast.com. Please visit it. Yeah. We're very proud of it. Just that one. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. Go look at it. You can listen to all of our podcasts uh, on there. Yeah, you can stream it directly from the site if you want. Straight from the site so you don't have to be on iTunes or any of those other places. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can go straight to the site and look at them. And uh, on there also has our pertinence of our, it has our email, Twitter, Tumblr, link to it all on there too. So come talk to us. Yes, please. But thank you for listening. Thank you.